Welcome to Real Teachers, Real Stories, where two teachers get real about the highs and lows of teaching. Grab your coffee or your wine and get ready because our class is in session. And now here are your hosts, Tristina and Steven. This just in. It's episode nine. Hey. <laughs> Hi. So today for episode nine, we're going to talk about something that is near and dear to both of our hearts. Uh, we're talking about arts education. Yes. I uh, am a high school theater teacher. And I am not a theater teacher, but I um, have been directing for quite a few years now. So Yeah. And you did theater in college. And I did you did the theater, theater minor track. Yes, I did. I yeah. was an early ed major and a minor in theater. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, the reason that we're bringing this up today is because uh, the last week has been kind of hectic yeah. with uh, our school that we graduated from, Kane University in uh, in Union. They, there was a... Uh, press release, I guess, uh, that went out about how the University Board of Trustees has decided to cut the entire music department and also the theater education major. So anyone who would have been interested in going through the program that I went through to become a theater teacher will no longer have the option. So any students for incoming fall 2020 who had committed already that that was going to be their major received phone calls saying that they either had to change their major or they just could not come to the university anymore. It's we're going to get into why this is a disgusting decision in overall, but the part that gets me the most is that they waited until after the official day that these kids could declare yeah, when they can commit to the when school, they could, I think. Yeah, when they could commit and declare their major. Yeah. And now, since they committed, let's say they had scholarships in other places, but they really wanted to come to Kane, they lose them. Mm-hmm. And that is so wrong. Yeah. Um, there was, in the article that was put out about it, they say that it was due to low enrollment, um, and they put out some number figure of how many students were enrolled, but they those numbers did not coincide with the numbers that the departments were putting out, mm-hmm. saying this is how many majors, how many students we have per major. And so there, of course, was immediately a change.org petition that was started by um, a student who I believe now is an alumni, uh, because she, I think, just graduated this yes. past week. Yeah. And uh, I think we're over 5,000 signatures mm-hmm. on it already, which is amazing. And again, it's not just for theater ed, but the entire music department, right? So anyone who's interested in music performance, music education, vocal yeah. performance, and anything of music would be. And out. theater and the music departments work hand in hand, too. Of course. With, of course, their musical being mm-hmm. one, but a lot of them work together. And it just, I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't understand. Because Kane declares themselves um, the number one education university in the state. Yeah, they produce the most teachers <laughs> in the state. Yeah, and they pride themselves on the program 
I'm going to keep my opinions to myself, <laughs> but if you are trying to say you produce the most teachers and you're the number one education school in the state, then why are you pushing out two departments with teachers? Yeah. And, no you know, just kind of playing the fence, looking at both sides. Like if the numbers were really that low, right. then you know what I mean? It's, I'm not saying I understand because I don't, agree with it at all right but, but if they were low it should have been a while ago and it also should have been the conversation of how can we work with the department exactly. to get those enrollment they just numbers pulled the rug out from them and they were like oh well sorry i'm sorry right. what freshman class would bring it up until more bigger numbers as they're saying mm-hmm. so on you know the good thing is that the, any students that are currently enrolled, so freshmen or transfers that came in in fall 19 or earlier, are going to be allowed to complete their time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, they're trying to, uh, I think it's called the retrench, right? Yes. The faculty member of Kane, Rachel Evans, who runs the theater education also not only runs it but created it right and yeah so they're trying to you know not only save the programs but save someone's full-time job that has been the life of this program she was my advisor she's anyone's advisor who went through theater education and so um there's a a movement i guess you know in all of us just kind of being outspoken and showing what the department has done for us and the music department as well. I mean, I think we all stand united on this, obviously, because we understand the importance of art education. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's surprising to me how many people don't understand the importance of it. Um, yeah. And especially just speaking on Rachel alone, Rachel is someone for me personally, if I didn't meet Rachel and Rachel was not my advisor. I would have been so screwed because the education program, long story short, did not tell me I had an advisor in theater until Rachel literally reached out to me and was like, please come to me. I'm going to help you. And she is the reason I graduated when I did. Yeah. Like I, I, I already took five years because of the education program messing up and with her, who knows without mm-hmm. her. So for me personally, it was like she helped me so much and literally scooped me up like a mama bird and yeah. was like, let me help you. And to hear that they're just going to throw her to the side when, you know, she created this program and to, for them just to like kick her to the side is just, it's terrible. Yeah. And also, you know, Kane is the only school in the state that has a theater education undergraduate degree. Yeah. Um, I was doing some research, obviously, in the last couple of days because of the information that came out mm-hmm. and Rutgers. Camden has a five-year bachelor master's program. It's not offered as only a bachelor's. So, um, you know, that's the only other program, but we're the only one in the state that has undergraduate licensure degree. Um, And, you know, there's, there's so much that goes into this that I'm sure none of us know about as right. you know, non-board of trustee uh, members. But at the same time, you know, it's like cutting off something that the bigger picture is more important. Absolutely. You know? 
And it's, it, it just like, again, it just makes, leaves me speechless because after all these years, like we still can't see how arts are so important. Yeah. Even though uh, right now, which our, one of our friends, Ryan, pointed out perfectly on, he, he shared the, um, the petition and he said, right now what we're facing, we're home, we're depressed, we're anxious. And what are we turning to? We're turning to the arts. We're putting on TV shows. We're listening to music. We're reading books. We're doing art. And we're still turning our back on the arts. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, and just on a, on a, um, I don't know, I want to say education standpoint, but obviously, <laughs> right, there's, in, in New Jersey, right, there's standards that say mm-hmm. that every district in New Jersey is required to provide sequential learning right of dance theater music and visual arts for all k through 12s um and a lot of schools don't do that because they can't um maybe their resources are limited or you know whatever the reason may be but this program that i found it's sort of a campaign that i found during my time in Rachel's classes in college is called Arts Ed Now, which you can find at artsednow.org. And the hashtag Arts Ed Now is everywhere as well. And they have a uh, type in your school finder type thing. So you can put in the name of your school and it can uh, tell you how your school ma- matches up with the standards, right? So does your school offer xyz or does do the schools in your town offer xyz right and it's amazing because they have so many infographics that kind of give away so much information amazing graphics yeah that give out so much information um there's 149 theater teachers 87 dance teachers 3,169 visual arts teachers and 3,634 music teachers just in the state. So in the state of New Jersey, there's 7,039 professional arts educators making a difference every single day. And Kane, as the school that promotes, that produces the most teachers in the state, you know, cutting off a resource like theirs to get the degree where music teachers are the number one arts, you know, teachers in the state. Like it just seems a little strange. It seems very contradicting too. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to send a message that, like I said, they're the number one and they produce the most, but then they're cutting a huge program. And with numbers like that, it's just like, I feel like right now we're going through this crisis right now, you know, pandemic. And instead of everyone, getting to the main problem of being like, okay, how can we help, you know, grow the program or make it more aware they're blaming the pandemic on why they're closing. And I think that is so ridiculous because it it seems very premeditated, not because like all of a sudden, you know, people aren't going to Cane, they can't afford it. That would be one thing, Mm -hmm. but it seems very, this was the plan all along. We have the perfect scapegoat. And that's what I find really disheartening. And also being realistic, it's no surprise that everywhere's funding is being affected by the coronavirus pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but also, you know, almost 50% of people 
don't agree that the arts, no, no, agree that the arts don't get enough funding as it is. Yeah. Right. And so again, I can understand needing to cut corners, but I'm just confused as to why it's always the arts that get the, you know, the, Mm -hmm. uh, the cuts happening, especially when 81% of students participate in the arts. Yeah, right. that's a huge percentage. <laughs> and again, we're not offered a helping hand. Like, I see you're struggling. How can I help you? It's like, ooh, they're struggling a little bit. Gone. Perfect. We can put more into everything else. Yeah. And there, I feel like people in general, and again, this is not just against Kane or New Jersey, but, you know, we find it across the country where people just aren't looking at all of the benefits that come from having arts education right so when you're looking at it just from social and emotional benefits right observing and learning obviously Mm -hmm. that needs you know that can never stop being taught because even as adults many people do not know how to observe and listen right way too many people (laughs) and when you hear that you know you're thinking of someone Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Any, right. I gar- I I had like a Rolodex. Ooh, that, oh, yeah. that makes me sound really old. But a <laughs> Rolodex scroll through in my head, right, of people. Mm-hmm. And not even necessarily people that I know, but anyone who trolls Facebook comments, right? Or yes. community pages. Or- Especially right now. How mm-hmm. many people do not read? Correct. Right. And so just all of the individual development that the arts fuel, right? Critique and discussion. How many of us know how to communicate what we're feeling or know how to, you know, effectively communicate things that we like, things that we don't like and give reasoning, right? And to discuss opposite opinions with people without a problem. Yes. I was just going to say it's so funny you bring up trolls because that that is the direct source of their problem. They don't know how to have a kind debate. It's just, if you don't agree with me, all right, fine. Then you're wrong. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Performance and reflection, right? Mm. Being able to do something, right? Your public speaking skills that you learn in the arts can cross over to literally any career at all. Whether you're yep. speaking in front of people, whether you're answering the phones, whether you're working from home, right? Just having some form of decorum and knowing how to reflect mm-hmm. on yourself, what you're doing, what you're putting out there into the world, right? Absolutely. I think a lot in the performance little chunk of that part is also the improv oh my god yeah that's in everything you do every day your life (laughs) yeah you have to just go with the flow and you know that's improv that's performance i mean we improvise these episodes every single week besides writing down besides writing down a topic everything else is the topic and we do some research and we write some things down but mostly we're just like we're just gonna go with it and yeah And also, right, uh, getting back to that social-emotional thing, practicing and rehearsing. Yep. Practice to get better at something, right? Rehearsing so you can, you know, see how how you're growing, right? Seeing how, oh, this is easier, this is harder, this is getting better, you know? So it's just, it's hard knowing the benefits that come from arts. And there is just some people who I guess just refuse to see that and I'm not really sure why yeah I I'm not sure why either because 
I feel like at the end of the day, if it makes someone happy, I don't think you have to struggle that you don't understand it. Right. You know, right. if if it makes someone happy to go to rehearsal five times a week and practice on a show that's just one weekend, but it gives them all the life in the world, mm-hmm. you don't have to understand it. You should just support them. Yeah. And giving them something fun to do, right? At the same time, which I know, yeah, you just said that, but at the same time, right? The kids who participate are more likely to go on to do certain things, right? Mm-hmm. Like 29% are more likely to earn a college degree, right? And again, you do not need a college degree to be successful at all, but the numbers show, right? That 29% go on to get that. Exactly. Um, yeah, students from low socioeconomic backgrounds with arts experiences are four times higher uh, participation in student government and service clubs, which can carry over outside, right? And so there's, there's so many numbers that just show, you know, Absolutely. the positives of arts, right? How yeah. to be a thinker, how to make right decisions, how to how evaluate to, things. <laughs> how to just have confidence. Yeah. How to connect with others. Yeah. And, and not only connect with others, but kind of not being forced, but like when you're in a cast, you don't choose it, mm-hmm. but being able to work with people and teamwork, yeah. regardless yep. of who they are, whether you agree with them or not, you got to work with them. Right. Self-guidance. Mm-hmm. right? Recognizing your own strengths and weaknesses is super important as well. Consistency, you yeah. have to. <laughs> Time management, right? Something that we all struggle with even still now, me as an adult, but it, you know, it gets better when I have rehearsal to juggle with teaching Absolutely. and my schooling and everything else. And you know? above all, like I said, like if someone enjoys it, why question it? No one is questioning why so many people love basketball and football and baseball and all these mm-hmm. other sports. And that's the outlet for them. Yeah. And that's their safe place. So why are we trying to take away a huge chunk of kids' safe places right. that they go where they feel like they belong and they're happy? And you know, like, I, I'm speaking from experience, really, because I did the same thing. You know, right. I went to rehearsal to feel happy and I did. And that's why I'm still doing it. And I hope mm. I'm making kids happy. And I'm just thinking of all of the future arts educators out there, you know, or people who are in high school now or non, you know, adults who are deciding that they want to go to school to become an arts educator. And even though, you know, you can get a teaching degree in the arts at many places. Again, we're just mm-hmm. focused on the school that we went to. but you know, not having that option anymore. Like how many students could all of these potentially potential arts educators have influenced, have helped out? You right. know, we never know. We, we, we never know. I think it's, um, it's a little disheartening too. Mm-hmm. You know, if you always had your heart, let's say someone always had their heart set on going to Kane University to be a theater educator and then they find this out, Maybe they won't be one. And like Steven said, who knows all the students that missed out on their love and their attention? Yeah. And their guidance. Yeah. And um, kind of backtracking a little bit, they're also getting rid of the sustainability sciences program. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just announced that it's these two. Sustainability science is also being taken out, um, which blows my mind. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> last year, they got rid of the art history 
program as well. Yep. So that's already been gone for one year. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's just, just slowly chipping away at the arts and it. Yeah. Ugh. I'm a little, I mean, I'm very concerned with how little the arts are cared for. Cause I thought that things were getting better and they are right. They are getting better Absolutely. in other places and other ways. I think this one's just hitting a little bit closer to home because we went through like my yeah. The, the full program that I went through will no longer exist after, well, it's done actually now, right? Because yeah. new, there's no new people coming in. So at most it has three more years when the incoming sophomores have. So it's just strange to kind of see that, that where I went, oh no, there's no more students that are going to be coming out with the same degree after three more years, you know? Right. So that's a little bit rough for us to sort of handle at the moment, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in general, but especially because, like we said, we, we were there and we know what a difference this program makes. So yeah. I, hope, I hope somehow someone makes the right decision. Mm. Um, and, and the university has a new president coming in who starts, I believe, July 1st. Thank God. Yeah. That is the- all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, so he's the current commissioner for education for the state of New Jersey, um, and he's stepping down from that position to be the president of Kane. And I think he sounds awesome. I know a couple people who know him personally, um, and I think that he has a a lot of experience, a full background in education from teaching to principal to, I believe, superintendent. I don't know for sure. And now he's been commissioner, I believe, for almost two years um doctorate and everything and uh who knows maybe he'll be the voice of reason for this or maybe it's something that he won't even be able to control but right this information again just came out a week ago uh the the announcement of him being selected as the new yeah. president and the art stuff the board tr- of, of trustees, trustees canceling yeah. that the week before so yeah, that is uh, sort of where we're at. Yeah, so we just did this to bring awareness. Mm-hmm. And if you could, um, you know what, in the episode description, I'll put the change.org petition. And if yep. you would like to sign it, we would appreciate it. And yeah. we that program, I know, shaped me to be who I am today, the teacher I am. So Yeah, and I mean, obviously, you know, I went through that entire program from start to finish. Right. And so I literally owe my entire career to it. I, you know what I mean? I, Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot. So. The, that program is the reason I have the philosophy I do for teaching. So right. just yeah. help, a, help a good program out. Mm-hmm, for sure. So yeah, so there we are. <laughs> Arts education, you guys, super important. It matters. <laughs> I um I do just want to touch on one thing, kind of just jumping ahead to our fail of the week, right? Well, mine at least. Um, and let me know if you any of you experience this, but reply alls really, really, really bother me. And uh, don't get me wrong, I love my coworkers, right? And I understand the the purpose of emailing the entire staff when it's necessary. But, you know, responding to everyone on the staff, I feel like 
isn't really necessary as often. Um, it's not. And I want to add something. If you are someone that gets an email and it has from Google, um, like the, the suggestions of what to say back. Oh, yes. Those are great, right? If you click that, it goes to everyone's email boxes. So please stop being lazy and type your own response. Thank you. That is all I have to say. Yeah. And again, that, you know, it's sort of a, I guess, an immature thing to have uh, bother me as much as it does. But, you know, we get so many so many emails, emails right now. Right now. And we're online so often that, you know, I don't want to have to look through so many emails that are just going to be deleted. Right? right. And so everyone just keep an eye out for when you're replying. Is it something that the entire staff needs to know? Just keep that in mind. <laughs> Do you have a, um, a fail of yours? Oh, yeah. Um, so the fail, I didn't realize was a fail until I think, what's today? Wednesday? <laughs> Monday? Uh. So I give tests on Google Forms now, and I've been doing it for weeks, and it's great. Grades it for you. Amazing. Um, but my last two tests, I was like, why does this one look different? The last reading test I gave out, I never put a place where they can put their name. Oh. Yeah. So, well, the last spelling test. So I was very lucky that it was through Google Classroom, and I can see who did it, and they all got 100. So I got very lucky because I did not want to be like, hey, I'm a bozo and I didn't put the name, but uh-huh. I forgot to put a name. Yeah. I okay. And then some people, you know, they panic. They're still getting used to the technology. They do the test again because they think it didn't go through. Mm-hmm. So some people I had two from. I love that. It, it was a mess and it was completely my fault. And um, I just gave everyone a hundred being totally yeah. because was, <laughs> they all got a hundred from the test and there's 21 of these. Mm-hmm. Now that I, you know, took away the twenty-four because I have twenty-one students, so it's like every, every everyone gets a hundred. That was my. That's all right. That's totally fine. We've all done that before. Yeah, it was just like, oh man, bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a parent pointed sure. that out, like, oh, I I think um so and so forgot to put their name if there was a place, and I was like, oh yeah, don't worry, I got it all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> While like screaming inside. Right. Of course. <laughs> I um uh. My obsession in our song is kind of the same thing. So if you yes. want to talk about your obsession. My obsession right now is um, cooking and baking new recipes for sure. I just baked banana cake with chocolate chips and it's delicious. And my family and I have been really creative about making weekly dinners, you know, trying to be healthy still and we're making new recipes and it's it's nice it's a positive of this time because we're home and we make a weekly menu and then you know we try to stay healthy and then i ruin it because i bake something that i've been wanting to try Mm -hmm. but it's it's very um it's very therapeutic yeah for sure and i mean we love banana oh let me tell you i don't mean to toot my own horn but toot toot that banana cake is delish (laughs) um so my obsession this week is the new Harry Styles music video for if Watermelon Sugar. If you have Sugar. not seen Watermelon Sugar, <laughs> watch it. You might need to take a break from Watermelon after, but. <laughs> so my quote also has to do with this. 
uh, I got an email on Monday when the music video released, or was it yesterday that when it came out? I don't really it was, remember. It was it was Monday. And uh, my students know how much I love Harry Styles, and we all you know stand him all the time. And uh, the email subject line was just the watermelon emoji, and then in the subject in all caps, did you see the music video? And so, you know, it's just a little thing that my students and I are able to connect over, I guess. <laughs> and so, yeah, so that's my uh, obsession and quote for today. Uh, yeah, that was our song. And as always, if you want a feel-good song, play Watermelon Sugar. For sure. Love that song. Sure. My quote for today actually happened about two hours ago now. <laughs> I was on Zoom with my class. And the day we have no school on Friday because of the long weekend. So tomorrow we're having our spelling test the day before. I always do a spelling game review where I say a word in a sentence. They have to write the board on a piece of paper, show me the word, whatever. So one of our words was love this week. And they're writing it down. Everyone got it right, of course. They all know how to spell love because <laughs> they all write love letters to each other all the time when we were in oh. school and i asked can anyone give me a sentence with the word love so one of my sweet baby angels raised his hand and he said my sentence is i love stacy <gasps> and <laughs> i um have no poker face anymore i immediately started laughing and uh, is stacy a girl in your class stacy is a girl in my class <gasps> and stacy's face was like oh Oh. And what's Were funny is parents on. I was just gonna say, Stacy's mom or dad always sits next to them during the call, so she immediately looked at them like, "Oh my god!" And he was like, "And he was just like, yeah, I love Stacy. What? It's true." And everyone's like, "And I'm like, oh, you crack me up." I love that. <clears throat> so sweet though. He's the sweetest boy. So then the next word was friend, and I was like, "Does anybody have a?" sentence for the word friend and Stacy's hand flies up and she goes um let's give him the name Chuck Chuck is my friend <gasps> friend zoned in first grade immediately immediately but you know he did you know they're so little so he definitely of course but it's funny for like, us yeah I am your friend and she was kind of looking like friend you know just friends <laughs> Ooh. well and, um, listen even I'm over zoom y'all First graders are rough. I'm sending all my love to Chuck for sure. <laughs> we love Chuck. We love him. And we by do. rough, I just mean they're very honest. Like, Oh, of course. I love my class, but they'll say something and I just laugh. And I'm just like, you know what, guys? <laughs> That's all we could do. That's really all we can do. All right, y'all. So that is our episode nine. Don't forget to check out artsednow.org. And I will be putting the petition in the episode description. So please sign it and try to save these, this program. You know, I feel my heart goes to all the faculty and all the students currently in there. Yeah, me too. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to our show. If you liked what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe and share. Also, join in on the conversation by checking us out on Instagram and Twitter at Real Teachers Pod. That's Real Teachers P O D. See you next time on Real Teachers Real Stories.